Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's make sure. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. There we go. All right, it's good now. All right, in our app and in our website, everybody everywhere, make sure that you share. Again, if you just came in, um, we are 17 decisions away from reaching 1,600 recorded decisions so far this year. Guys, we are just at the halfway point. Our goal this year was 2,023 decisions of people coming to the Lord that we've been able to record. The real number is higher than that. That's just the number we're able to see, the number we're able to record. So to God be the glory for that. All right, so I need you to share like you've never shared before because when you share, people get saved. Tonight, our prayer is that those 17 come to the Lord. So when you share... People get saved. Listen, guys, um, also, before we jump into prayer tonight, make sure you get our app. Best way to get our app is to text the word HARVEST to the phone number 55498. When you do that, uh, literally, you'll be able to get our app. In our app, um, there's messages, there's our podcast, there's music, there's so many great things that you can connect with uh, in our app, and it's totally free. Why? Because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest Church, and so to God be the glory. We are a blessed people because we are givers, and faithful givers do one thing and one thing well. You know what that is? If you're a faithful giver, you should not have finished that. Faithful givers flourish. Come on here. Thank you, Christy. Can I get somebody to type that uh, over here for me on IG? Text Harvest to 55498 so I can pin that over here on IG. Listen. Third thing I want to say um, is if you missed yesterday's messages, wow, 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 wow. Um, so yesterday at the 915, I always, Harvest is the Lord's church. So God gets to do what he wants to do, what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. Um, and so yesterday, um, the Lord took us on a whole nother direction at that 915. If you saw it or if you were in it, would you just drop a fire in the comments? 915 was powerful. We went a whole nother direction. God took us a whole nother way uh, at that 915 yesterday. It was amazing. So please make sure that you check that out. Uh, we have to just make up a message title. So it's this. God's giving you a second win for the second half. And that's what we're going to focus on in prayer tonight. Oh, my God, y'all. This second half of this year is going to be amazing for you. Technically, the second half begins roughly around the 15th or so of this month. So in a few days, the second half uh, is really beginning, right? Because you're halfway um, through the year, through the calendar year. And so um, we've got to get you prayed into your second half. And so that's where we're going to spend our time in prayer tonight is over your second half. We're going to make sure at the top of your second half that we call in, drop those two words, in the call, three words, call it in, call it in, that you call in everything that you need. So we're going to call it in tonight um, so that your resources meet you, so that favor meets you, the right people meet you. 
the right mentalities meet you. Everything that you need is going to meet you in the second half before you get there. So that's what we're going to focus on tonight. So make sure that you share. And then, of course, yesterday, the 1115 was just as powerful. We I actually got to preach the message yesterday that was scheduled. Uh, call, uh, call you've been cursed out about generational curses and breaking those and uh, curses in general and breaking those you are the curse breaker in your bloodline you are the line crosser you're the history maker you're the boundary breaker you're it so you just tag somebody or put their initials in there if you don't know how to tag and just tell them you're it do that text about it you're it like some of y'all are waiting on support to show up you the support you're waiting on superman to show up you the superman you're the superwoman it's you it's you you are it you're it and so in understanding that, you don't wait on somebody else to do what you've been sent to do. God has literally sent you to be the curse breaker, the line crosser, the boundary breaker in your bloodline. You are it. All right. So you got to make sure that you know that. All right. So check that out. And then finally, uh, I'm getting all my announcements out at the beginning because once we go up, we're going to stay there. Don't forget this upcoming Wednesday. We're in Denver and online for Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal at 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. If you're going to join me on Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, drop a 7 in the comments. Regardless of what time zone you're in, drop a 7. Y'all always know Wednesday Night Live is just that. It's live. Bible studies are always powerful at Harvest, um, and it's palpable. Why? Because when you get a bunch of hungry people online and a bunch of hungry people in the building, you got something amazing that's about to manifest, all right? Then on Sunday, getting all these announcements out, like the announcements were, on Sunday at um, 11 a.m., we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia, for a pop-up. It's going to be a pop-up. It's going to be amazing on Sunday. I'm so looking forward to it. I need you to get registered for it just so we know you're coming. Um, all of you to register is text Harvest to 55498 under the option for Atlanta. It's already pinned on both of these platforms and it's at the bottom of the screen on Facebook, our app, website, all that, LinkedIn. So you can be a part of that. If you're in Atlanta, would you just drop ATL in the comments just so we can see you? I want to see you there at the pop-up. Listen, at 11, on this past Sunday, we had some uh, we had some Atlanta family that was showing up at, to the 11:45 service. That's good. We glad you came. Let's show up at 11. Let's go. All right, at 11, and uh, it's gonna be a move of God. I'm excited to see uh, what God is gonna do that night. If you're in Atlanta, I see ATL. Come on, Facebook. I see you. Where else? Why? Hey, I see ATL over here on IG. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? I see ATL. Come on here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Wherever you're at, come on. See ATL over here on Facebook. Congratulations. All right, let's go. I see ATL over here on IG. ATL, let's go. All right, I see more ATL over here on Facebook. All right, so if you're there, when you come to Houston soon and very soon, I love the city of Houston. Houston is huge. I drove, uh, I was, there was a company I was about to buy there in Houston, and while we were in negotiations, I flew down to see one of the offices because I was going to purchase the rights to this territory, uh, a particular territory. And so we drove for an hour straight in Houston. And I said, where are we at? They said, we're still in Houston, sir. I said, get out of here. Um, and so <laughs> at any rate, I love the city of Houston. So we're going to be there soon. All right. So ready to pray? Let's go up. When we pray, one of the first things that we always do is that we um, cover ourselves. We ask for forgiveness for our sins so that our prayers are not hindered, blocked, or stopped. Let this be revelation for some of you. You, you don't just go in and start asking for stuff. Um, it's kind of like if you think of it this way. If somebody has done you wrong, and the Bible says that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. If somebody has done you wrong, and they pop up and they start asking you for stuff, you're going to look at them like, so you ain't going to fix 
You're not going to fix what's wrong. Wait a minute. How many of you know that? And if somebody did you wrong and they and they start asking you for stuff, you'd want them to fix it first. Wave at me. Like, okay, I hear you asking me to come do all of this, but you just acted a fool with me. Are you not going to address this? And by the listen, it's the same principle with God. You don't just go in and start asking the Lord for things. You get things right and get things in alignment with the Lord. That's what 1 John chapter 1 teaches. The Bible says that he is faithful and that he is just to forgive us if we confess. This means we don't just show up and just, Lord, I need this and Lord, I need this. Hey, man. Hey, woman. Hold up. Wait a minute. 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 Let's get this together. Let's, let's get this right before you just start asking me for stuff. So let that be a principle of prayer because for some of you, you're like, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, nothing's happening. What if I submitted to you that actually you haven't prayed because you didn't get things right before you prayed? All you did was just start asking for stuff. This means everything that you asked for wasn't heard because you didn't get it right. Who did that just give revelation to? Because some of y'all, you're like, I'm praying, I'm praying, nothing's working and God is like, you didn't get things right with me. Before you began to ask for things, you just wanted me to start giving you stuff, but you didn't get it right. Father, we begin prayer tonight asking for forgiveness for all of our sin that committed knowingly and unknowingly. We thank you that you are faithful. We thank you that you are just to forgive us. We bless you for your goodness. We bless you for your love. We bless you for your consistency. We bless you for your faithfulness. We bless you for your dedication to us. In Jesus' name, we confess our sin before you. We confess the fact we've not done everything right. We confess the fact We've not said everything right. We confess the fact that we've not moved right. We confess the fact that we've not thought right, Father. And we commit all of our sins. We confess before you and we commit them to you. Meaning, God, that when you died on that cross 2,000 years ago, that you paid the price so that we could have life and life more abundantly. So we thank you for your forgiveness tonight. Father, we ask for forgiveness for our sin. That's willful deviation from what we knew to be right. We ask that you forgive us for our iniquity. That's generational sin that's been passed down and around that we practice. And we ask that you forgive us tonight for our transgression. That's where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. It's where we did our own thing thinking that it didn't matter what we did. Father, forgive us tonight. You are the God that forgives us, and you said that you will cast our sins. You will cast our sins into the sea of forgetfulness, which means you choose not to remember. You choose not to remember. You choose not to hold us to what we were, not to hold us to what we've done. And for that, we say thank you. That's Micah 7 and 19. Which means that anything, uh, Father, that we have done negative, once we confess it, once we cover it and pray for it, we have to bring it back up to you because you don't regard us that way. You do not see us that way. You do not treat us that way. So we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you, Father, that we are 100% covered by your blood, which means that tonight in prayer, we can be bold. We can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. So tonight when we pray, do not let us pray according to our limitations. Don't let us pray according to our failures. Don't let us pray according to what we've done wrong. But let us pray tonight, God, according to what you did right 2,000 years ago. And we are forgiven. Can you release that in the comments? We are forgiven. So the enemy cannot use our mistakes against us. He cannot use our failures against us. He cannot use our uh, uh, mess-ups against us. He cannot use our past against us. Anything that is before 713 Mountain PM, 913 Eastern Time, he cannot use it against us. Why? It is 100% covered by your blood, and we are forgiven 
and we are cleansed. And we pray that not only we are forgiven, God, but we repent. What does this mean? We change our mind. We pray, God, that from this moment forward, that, Father, we find the legitimate need that we were trying to meet in an illegitimate way. That's all sin is. Sin is us attempting to meet a legitimate need in an illegitimate way. So we pray, God, that you reveal to us the legitimacy of the need so we can address the root and not just produce rotten fruit. We are those that walk uh, in righteousness, which means we are right standing with you. It doesn't mean that we're sinless. It just means that we sin less. It doesn't mean that we're perfect. It just means that we are faithful. We know that you are the author and the finisher of our faith, which means what you begin in us, you will end in us. And for that, we say thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we commit these next 44 minutes uh, in prayer, or 46 minutes in prayer to you. Father, lock us in. Don't let us be distracted. Don't let us uh, uh, pull to the left or to the right. Let us be focused in prayer. Prayer is how we adjudicate. That's a legal terminology. Prayer is how we get things done in the legal system of heaven. In the legal system of heaven, we, there's a prosecutor. There's an accuser. That is Satan. You said in Revelation 12 that he is the accuser of the brethren. Satan is the celestial prosecutor accusing us to you, accusing you to us, and accusing us to ourselves. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that just like your word says in Zechariah, that you rebuked Satan, which means you essentially, you sustained an objection that was made against Satan. And we thank you for that. In the legal system of heaven, you are the judge. In the legal system of heaven, you are our advocate or our counselor. That means you are our attorney, which means not only are you our judge, but you are also our defense which means that the deck is stacked against the enemy. The deck is stacked against anybody that would come against us because we got the judge and we got the attorney. The jury, the Bible says that we have this great cloud of witnesses, which means there are witnesses testifying on our behalf. And the jury is full of, watch me, it's the Holy Ghost, which means, Father, that this system is stacked in our favor. And for that, we say thank you. Now, we shut down the enemy. We shut down distractions. We shut down negativity. Lock us in, God, for this next 45 minutes. Lock us in. Can you put that in the comments? Lock us in. Why? Because we're about to see results. We're about to cover our second half of 2023 in prayer. And tonight, everything we need, we're going to call it in. Tonight, everything that we desire, we're going to call it in. Tonight, we're going to see results that are going to manifest over these next six months. And these next six months will be the best six months of life we've experienced ever. I prophesy in advance that these next six months will pay us back for the pain, pay us back for the hell, pay us back for the disappointment, pay us back for the trials. Pay us back for the tribulations that we have faced in previous quarters, in previous uh, six-month spans, in previous years, that this second half is going to pay us back. And for this, we give you glory. And for this, we say thank you. And for this, we give you praise in advance tonight, God. Well, our expectation is high. Come on. Can you just say high in the comments? Our expectation is high over this second half because you're the God that says you do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. To ask, that means to pray. That's an expectation. To think, this means to ideate, to bring things to our thoughts, to begin to think through things, to have visions, to have uh, ideas, to have concepts, to have creative moments of strategic oration, narration, and consideration. And Father, we thank you that as we uh, uh, ask or think, that you're the God that exceeds that. I pray tonight, God, at the beginning of this prayer, 
that we not be afraid to dream. We not be afraid to have great vision. We not be afraid to have high expectations. I hear the Lord saying tonight that for many, you're afraid to think something good is going to happen so you won't be disappointed. You're afraid to put your hope up there so that you won't be disappointed. If that's you, wave at me. But I hear you clearly tonight, Lord. Your word says in Romans 5, 5, that our hope will not disappoint us, which means, Father, I pray that that thought that's been at the back of our mind, that we shouldn't think high thoughts, we shouldn't believe for high things, we shouldn't have high expectations. That thought that's been in the back of our mind is really the rudder that's been driving our lives. That thought that I shouldn't think this is going to go good because it might go bad. That's the rudder that's been driving our lives. And that rudder is small, but it's powerful because it changes the direction that the ship is headed in. I pray tonight, God, you change our rudder, that our expectations would rise, that we would not be negative, self-fulfilling prophets, that we would not be negative, self-fulfilling prophets concerning the things of our lives. You said our hope will not disappoint us. Our hope will not make us, one version says, ashamed. We will not be disappointed in this second half. We will not be ashamed in this second half, but we're going to see you get the glory in this second half. We're going to see you be glorified in this second half. We're going to live like we never thought we could live. Come on. We're going to walk in what we never thought we'd walk in. We're going to drive what we never thought we would drive. We'll live in what we never thought we would live in. We'll experience what we never thought we'd experience. What we've prayed for, we will possess. What we've sown for, we will see. What we've worshipped for, we will walk in. What we have done for, we will be delivered into. And for this, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. If you have expectations for this second half that are high, can you just reflect it in a praise response right here? Put a hallelujah in the comments. A yes, Lord, or thank you, Jesus, something. Put something in the comments that reflects the level of your expectation. Come on. Wherever you're at, on every platform, TikTok, tap that screen and share. Facebook, YouTube, I need y'all to share. What's going on? Let's share, let's share, let's share. On our app and our website, you share. Twitch, you share. Wherever you're at, LinkedIn, you share. IG, click the triangle at the bottom. Hey, guys, a lot of y'all send me to me that I'm live. I know I'm live. Thank you for sending it to me. Shoot it to somebody else. So when you click the triangle and it says send it to somebody, don't send it to me. Send it to somebody else. All right. Listen, let's get into it. We're about to cover your second half. So in the scripture, um, there's a scripture and I just did a reel on it uh, literally just a few minutes before prayer. Uh, Proverbs 18, 16. Proverbs 18, 16. Drop that in the comments. We're going to pray. When we pray, you're going to notice I have you to do several things. One, I have you to say a lot. Why? Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of your what? Tongue. Which means you're going to have to say it to see it. It's going to come out of your, have to come out of your mouth in order to manifest your words from your world. So you have to talk. For those of you who like quiet Christianity, that's not going to work. For those of you, I just like to think about it. That's not going to work. I'm just praying in my head. That's not going to work. Not, there's no such thing as silent prayer. Well, Bishop Hannah prayed, read your Bible. The Bible says, and she said to herself, which means she spoke it. She just spoke it to herself. And she mouthed it, which means she didn't speak loudly. She mouthed it so the man of God could see her because he thought she was drunk because she was over there. That's what she was doing. She was speaking under her breath. Okay? There's no such thing as silent prayer. Bishop, what about somebody that can't speak? Well, obviously the Lord is not going to require somebody to do something, but they simply cannot do. So their thought, what they say in their thoughts becomes their speech. But you have to say it. Come on, drop that in the comments. Say something. Say something. You got to say something. You have to speak. I pray that you would not be silent in this second half. 
I pray that you would not be silent in this second half. You're about to be vociferous in this second half, which means you're about to release things out of your mouth that uh, some of it's going to scare you, but you're going to see it. We are in the image and the likeness of God. That's what Genesis 1.26 says. Let us make men in our image and in our likeness. What is God's image and likeness? He's a speaking spirit. He is a speaking spirit, which means everything that he wanted to see, he first said. Since we're in his image and his likeness, we are the same. We are speaking spirits. Everything that we want to see, we must first say. If you do not say it, it does not have authority to exist in the realm of the earth. For the Bible says that whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you release on earth is released in heaven. Which means God says, first, you're going to have to say this thing to see this thing. And if you don't say it on the earth, I'm not releasing it from the heaven. So God, we pray that everything that the earth has for us, that you would force it to yield itself for us. In this second half, I just heard the Lord say he's about to force them to bless you. He's about to force them to favor you. He's going to force them to give you the job. Force means that God is going to superimpose his will on the hearts of humans. Father, we pray you would force them to do the deal we want. Force them to give us the property. Force them to say yes to our request. Force them to do it. Cause them to have no other choice. Superimpose your will on the hearts and the will and the desires of men. You are the God of all mankind. Your word says that the heart of kings is in your hand. That's Proverbs 21 and 1. And you can direct it any way you please. Well, Lord, please direct it towards us. Please send it towards us. Please let favor lean towards us. And for that, we say thank you. Force them in the second half. Force the bank to say yes in the second half. Y'all better pray with me. Force them to cancel the debt in the second half. Force them to pay you what you asked for in the second half. Force them, God. Whatever we need, we pray you force them to do it. Don't let it even be an option. Father, we exercise our authority in the realm of the spirit to say force favor wherever we need for it to be released. In the name of Jesus, can you release that word force in the comments? Father, force them. Is there anybody, watch me, in the comments, and there's an area you need the Lord to force somebody to do something. Drop it in the comments. Whatever area you need the Lord to force somebody to do something. Whatever you drop, and do it quickly because I'm about to cover it in prayer. Father, whatever areas are dropped in obedience to the prophetic instruction right now in the comments, I pray that they would see it and they would see it before the end of June. For those that are following my instructions, that they would see it and see it before the end of June. Those that can't talk because they're driving, God, I pray that they open their mouth and say it right now. For those that are watching on the replay, I pray that as they follow my instructions right now, that they would receive the prophetic instructions, they receive the reward of those instructions, and they would see it before the end of June 2023. And it is in your name we pray. I exercise apostolic authority in the earth to decree and to declare. And what I have decreed and declared according to 1 Samuel 3, 19, it will not fall to the ground, but it will fulfill that thing which has been spoken in Jesus' name. Come on, say yes, Lord, right there. Yes, Lord, right there. Let's go, let's go. All right, here we go. Proverbs 18, 16. We're already in it. We're covering your second half. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. I need a new stool because this stool is too sweet. Uh, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. Proverbs 18, 16 says this. It's a familiar scripture, but most people have gotten this scripture, but they think it means wrong. So let me teach it to you, then we're going to pray it. Let me teach it to you, then we're going to pray it. 
I have you to say a lot. I have you to type in the comments like, Bishop Homer, why do you have us to type in the comments so much? Matthew 18, 19, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Which means if you do not uh, get agreement working, you don't solidify results. Agreement solidifies results. It says whatever, two or three touch agreeing on anything in the earth, it shall be done for them. Which means wherever you are at, when you type in those comments, that's our way to agree. Now, if you're watching and you cannot type, you got to say it out of your mouth. You touch yourself. You stretch your hands towards the screen. There has to be an act to attempt to obey. You got that? There has to be an act to attempt to obey, and you're going to see great results in your life. All right, let's go. Proverbs 18, 16. It says this. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before a great room, great man. I prophesied that in the second half of this year, room is about to be made for you. Come on, please release this in the comments. God's making room for me. Room is about to be made for you. What does this mean? They're going to carve out a space for you. They're going to open up a lane for you. They're going to create an office for you. They're going to create a role for you. They're going to create a position for you. Uh, you're going to find your place in the team. You're going to find your place in the body. For those of you that need to be, that, which is all of us, need to serve, you'll find your place to serve. You're going to find the right property. You're going to find the right community. You're going to find the right house. In fact, room is being made for you. I hear the Lord saying for several of you uh, that the room that is making for you, you ready? You are used to, listen to me, I hear them loud and clear. You are used to, listen to this, this is going to sound so crazy. You are used to having to share rooms. What does this mean? You are used to having other people around you and in your space. Like that's been something that has happened in your life. And, it, uh, 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 and you, you become accustomed to that. You become accustomed um, to always having to share what you have. And God says, because you have shared and given, he's about to give you your own. I don't know who that's for, but if that's for you, type yes, Lord, in the comments. I do not know who that's for, but if that's for you, type yes, Lord, in the comments. You are used to that. He said he's giving you your own. And not just literally, he says, you have been such a giver. See, when the scripture says a man's gift make rooms for him, most people say, oh, you know, if you're gifted. So, right. Uh, and really, they conflate things that should be conflated. It's not talking about talent, gift, skill, or ability. It's not talking about that. Literally, the word gift there, it means offering or something that you have sown. So it says a man's gift, a man's seed here, makes room for him and brings him before great men, which means everything that you have done, you ready? Where there was no pay attached to it. God says in the second half, this is going to make room for you. For every person that's on here where you've done things and you've, watch me, you sold your time, you sold your energy, you sold your money, you've sold uh, your skill, you've sold your talent, you've sold your ability, everything you've sown where there was no compensation attached to it. The Lord says in this second half, because of that, I'm making room for you. Look at me. I'm so glad you didn't get paid for it. I'm so glad that you helped your friend get a business started and you did it for free. I'm so glad that you just served and said, I'm going to do it because it's my privilege to serve. It's my privilege to do it. Why? Because the Lord says that is what's going to make room for you. Look at me. It ain't because how skilled you are. It's not because of how gifted you are. It's not because of your ability. God says everything that you have sown, literally that word gift there means offering, something that has been sown. Something that has been sown and it's bigger than just money because I'm going to read you the same verse. Let me read it to you from another 
Translation, new living. Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. Uh, amplified, a man's gift given in love or courtesy, which means grace, makes room for him and brings him before great men. Let's go. Look at this. Good news translation. Do you want to meet an important, an important person? Take a gift and it's going to be easy. In other words, what you sow is open enough. Listen, let's go hood. What you sow is open and a dough. Let's go. What you sow is open and a dough. I know it's door, but just go with me. Got to make it rhyme. It's making room for you. Room is being made for you in rooms you haven't walked in yet in this second half. He gives seed to the sower. And I pray that you would not be stingy. I pray that we would not be selfish. I pray that we would not be self-serving, selfish, narcissistic, or sociopathic in our ideology or in our approach to life, but that we would recognize that we are givers, that we would recognize that we are givers. You give seed to the sowers. We are givers. We are sowers. Everything we do is about getting something through us, not getting something to us. Lord, use us as vessels. And as you use us in vessels, what we sow opens up a dome. Come on here. What we release determines where we increase. What we have released from our lives has gone to prepare rooms for us. What we have released from our lives is going to prepare rooms for us. It will make room for us. We will sit at tables we never thought we'd sit at. We will have experiences we never thought we would experience. We will move in realms we never thought we'd move in. We will get what we never thought we would have because our gift is making room for us. Proverbs 18, 16, room is being made for us now in this second half. In Jesus' name we pray. Just type yes, Lord, right there if you agree with this prayer. Do me a favor. Every platform, make sure you share. When you share, people get saved. 17 people need to come to the Lord tonight for us to get to 1,600 recorded decisions. And I intend to get there tonight. You better hear me, prayer. We getting there tonight. We getting there tonight. We getting there tonight. Listen, I heard the Lord say for several of you in your financial giving, um, I heard the Lord to say tonight to speak to your seed that's in the ground and speak to the seed that you are going to release financially, giving your tithes, offerings, first fruits, love offerings. I heard the Lord say tonight to speak to your seed. Um, how many of you know, really across the nation of the USA, it's been very rainy. Wave at me if you've noticed that it's been very rainy. Even today in Denver, it's been super rainy. It's clear now. I'm looking at my window. It's clear now. But it's been rainy. In most cities across America, it's been rainy. Wave at me if you've seen that it's been rainy. Um, the Bible teaches us this principle from 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 15. It says that natural things um, show us spiritual things. Natural things so us spiritual things. And so whenever you see something happening naturally, um, we see something that is being shown spiritually. We see something that is being shown spiritually. So pay attention to this. Uh, why is it raining? Rain, what it does is it goes, it hits the seed. And when it hits the seed, it causes the seed to grow. Everybody understands that, right? Often, when it comes to seeds that you've sown, we're going to speak specific to your financial seed in the second half. And it speaks to seed that you have sown financially. It, that uh, When you look at rain, the concept of rain, what you say over your seed waters your seed. I'm going to say it again. 
What you say over your seed waters your seed. And I heard the Lord say tonight, and for many of you, you've sown financially, and all you did was release the seed, which was good, but you never commanded or reigned on your seed so your seed could grow. If this makes sense to you, say, I got it. I got it. It is not enough to just release the seed. You have to now call that seed in. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Bishop, why are you, uh, why do you have this, this financial anointing? Like, he said, like, you, you, you have a grace for that. Um, and they were mentioning other areas. I said, well, because it's not just in what I release, it's in what I say. I said, I am very specific about the things that I speak. What I'm seeing is what I'm speaking. So, Father, tonight, we water our financial seed that we have in the ground. We even pre-water the seed that we have yet to release in the second half. And we pray that the seed would bring forth 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold return quickly into our lives. You said, God, that the one who waters will also be watered himself. So, Father, as we have watered, as we have been generous, especially in the realm of finance, we pray, God, that you would also ensure that we are watered, that we are increased financially, that we are blessed to be a blessing. You said money answers all things, which means there are certain things we don't have to pray about when the resource is readily available. There are certain things we don't have to fast for when the resource is readily available. So I pray that money not be an issue in any way, shape, form, or fashion. In fact, God, I pray debts be canceled. Let our seed go cancel debts. Let our seed bring in new forms of income. Let our seed cause people to bless us, to sow into us, to give to us. Let our seed bring our name up. And that our seed causes us to see uh, great returns, God, on investment. While other people's investments are going down, let other people's investment, uh, 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 let our investment go up in the name of Jesus. And for that, we say thank you. We water our seed. We cancel every negative confession we've spoken over our finances. We cancel every negative confession we've spoken over our careers, over our businesses, over our entrepreneurial endeavors. And we declare in this second half that we will flourish. In this second half, we'll have multiple streams of income that flow our direction. In this second half, we will see our incomes exceed any previous level. Come on, y'all. Exceed any previous level. We pray, God, that there be no worry about money. There be no stress about money. I heard the Lord say, for some of you, you're doing good financially but you still worry sometimes about money. If that's you, wave at me. You're doing good, but you still worry about it sometimes. Wave at me, because the Lord says in the second half, he is going to break that worry off of you. He said, you release the worry, and then he'll break what you release so that it doesn't return. Because in this second half, you're going to tap into the next level of the king and priest that you are. Revelation 5.10 says that God makes us to be kings and priests. This means, I see your hands, which means to be spiritual and successful, which means it's not either or, it's both and. Come on, it's both of them. We get to be both. We are not just those that are spiritual. We are not just those that pray. We are those that can pray and those that can slay. We can speak in unknown tongues in the Holy Ghost and then go into a boardroom and speak the tongues of business. We can go up in the spirit and deal with angels and deal with spiritual warfare. But then we also have the ability to come and deal with people. Father, we thank you that we are both of them in the name of Jesus. Listen, guys, I want to pray this scripture. I want to pray this scripture over your second half. Come on, drop a fire in the comment if you're excited about your second half. 
I want to pray this scripture over you. I began praying this scripture years ago. Years ago. Let me, uh, let me read it to you, New Living. I began praying this scripture years ago. Uh, and this is where I live. And I'm, I'm going to invite you into something that I pray because you're about to live here. You're about to live here. You're about to live here. All right, listen. This is Mark chapter 10, verses uh, 28 through 31. Now, listen, if you haven't shared, share before we get into this scripture. And then we're going to pray this scripture. TikTok, I need you to share over there. YouTube, Facebook, you share. Instagram, make sure you share. Let's go. I'm going to pray this scripture. I began praying this years ago, and I want to encourage some of you, write this scripture down, pray this scripture, because this is what I pray. So this is where I live. I live in a place called Hundredfold Return. This is where I live. Come on, say, say I'm moving there too. If you come in, if you're going to live there with me, let's go. I live in a place called Hundredfold Return. Hundredfold return. See, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I realize that, that everything God does with me, I'm a river. He gets it through me. And if he can trust me to get it through me, he'll always make sure that I never lack and I always have a flow. You're a river, not a reservoir. So for the 30 of you that are on here, where what people have done to you have made you try to shut down and really stop being the generous person that you are, mm -mm, I rebuke that. That's not happening to you. That will not happen to you. Let's go to Mark chapter 10. Verses uh, 26 through um, where am I going? 26 through 31. Let's go. Uh, or 28 through 31. Here it goes. Then Peter began to speak up. God, Lord, he's talking to Jesus. We've given up everything to follow you. He's like, Lord, look at all of what we've had to give up. Translation, look at all of what we've had to sow to follow you. He said, Lord, following you forced seed to come out of our lives. I want to pray and prophesy to many of you tonight that your yes to God uh, forced seed out of your life. Some of you didn't even know that what you call lost was really a forced seed. Who am I talking to tonight? What you thought was the enemy. What if I told you it was a forced seed? Are you talking? Are you doing talk to me in these comments? What if I told you it was a forced seed? Let me pause for the cause, put a pin right there in that verse, and jump over and jaywalk to the book of Job. The Lord's desire was to give Job double. Now, we don't necessarily know that Job ever prayed that prayer, but the scripture intimates and insinuates that he did. How do you know? Job, in chapter 42, Job gets double everything that he had before. Release that word in the comments, double. Double. Now, pay attention. Job gets doubled for everything that he had before. In fact, the Bible says it even goes to this detail. It says in his new key is better than his previous key. Like the Bible is really detailed. It's like the new stuff was way better than the old stuff. It gets very detailed. But listen to this principle. Um, Job goes through two days. Drop that word. Drop the number two. He goes through two days of severe loss. On one day, he loses his children. He loses uh, his property. He loses uh, his animal. He loses his livestock, which means he loses his business. He loses his income. He loses his career in one day. And the next day, the second day that he goes, it's not sequential, but it's the second day he goes through loss. His health is attacked. His body is attacked. He looks so bad that literally he's scraping the boils off of his body. Pay attention. Why did Job go through two days of this? If you don't talk back to me, because... The seed that was required for the double that Job was going to get in chapter 42, 
the seed that was required was more than what Job was sowing. So Job has to go through what looks like loss. I'm going to throw this chair up. Y'all don't talk to me. He has to go through what looks like loss in order to get the seed necessary to get double. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. He has to go through. We're praying for you. We have. He has to go through what looks like two days of intense loss in order to release the seed for the double that was already planned in Job chapter 42. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but you didn't lose anything. You were sowing something. You did not lose it. You were sowing it. You didn't lose no friend. You were sowing to some real ones. You didn't lose no relationship. That was no relationship in the first place. You were sowing for the real one. You did not lose. You sowed. If there's anybody on prayer tonight where you have felt like you lost something, just say, I sold it. S-O-W-E-D. You sold it. What if what you prayed for required a level of seed that was superior to what you were sowing? So you had to go through something in order to get that seed up off of you, to get that seed from you, to get you set up for your chapter 42. Your second half of 2023 will be your Job chapter 42. Your second half of, of 2023 will be your Job chapter 42. God, our second half, our second half of 2023 will be our Job chapter 42. We will see that everything we thought we lost was really seed. Everything that we thought was negative was really working for us. What we prayed for required, good God, I gotta, y'all, wait a minute, wait, let me get up. <laughs> Everything we prayed for required a level of seed that was superior to what we were sowing. So we had to go through what looked like loss to sow the seed for what we prayed for. I need you to release the praise. Let me see that. I need you to release the praise right there. I need you to release the praise right there. Come on, Instagram. You didn't lose nothing. You were sowing something. You didn't lose nothing. You were sowing something. Bishop, they took the house. You were sowing for a bigger one. You were sowing for a better one. You were sowing. 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 Let's go. All right. Let's go back to where we were. Mark chapter 10. Jesus. Ooh, this is good to me. If you're being blessed on prayer, just say yes, Lord, in the comments. If you haven't shared prayer yet, share it with somebody. Guys, we only got 15 minutes left. This hour goes fast, I promise you. All right, let's go back to Mark chapter 10, verse 28. Peter's speaking to Jesus. We've given up everything. We've sown everything to follow you, he said. In other words, God giving you a yes got seed out of us we didn't expect to sow. Shout out to those of you sown over here on IG. Everybody listen to me. When you tell God yes, it will require seed you didn't expect to sow. Can I also be honest with you? When you tell him no, you will still have to pay the required seed. You just won't get the required harvest, the designated harvest. I'm going to say that again. When you give God a yes, it requires seed that you never thought you'd have to sow. If you tell him no, you will still have to pay the required seed. You just won't get the desired harvest. So I just need everybody at the beginning of this second half, just let the Lord, let the Lord know he's got your yes. God, you have our yes. Yes to your will. 
Yes to your way. Yes to your desires. Yes to what you've ordained. Yes to what you've planned. Yes to what you've promised. Yes to what you've said. Yes to what you desire. Make our desires what you desire for us. Make what we want what you want for us. That way we never have to be concerned about is this you or is this us? We pray the shortcut. The shortcut is make us want what you want. Make us like what you like. Make us desire what you desire. And if you don't desire it, make it so we don't even like it. If you don't want it, make it so that we don't even want it. If you don't, if it's not part of your will, make it so that it's not even something that we want. If it ain't your will, we don't want it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay? All right, let's go back. Mark chapter 10. We got to go. Mark chapter 10, verse 28. Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you. He said, verse 29, yes, Jesus replied. In other words, he was like, and? Everybody look at me. God is well aware of what you've sacrificed. He's well aware of what you've given. He's well aware of what you've done. Heaven keeps very accurate records. Heaven keeps very accurate records. He's aware. So for every person where you feel like, God, do you see all of what I'm doing? Do you see all of what I've done? His response is yes. For those of you that have struggled with that, like, God, do you see this? Do you see what I'm doing? Do you see what I'm Type yes in the comments. Yes. He sees it. Yes. He's like, I see this. He's like, Peter, first of all, don't even get come to me disrespectful. You gave up a few fishing boats and, you know, whatever. Don't come to me like that, first of all. But yes, I'm aware. I know what you gave. I know what you did. Who needs to hear this? I know how they tried to use you. I know how they tried to take advantage of you. But you can't be used. Ephesians 6 8 says, knowing that whatever good anyone does, they'll receive the same from the Lord. I see what they thought they were doing. I'm well aware. I know. I know. Listen to his response to Peter. Yes, I know. Listen to this. And I assure you, this is the promise that everybody who has given up, watch him go down the line, given up, sown, sown, looked like they lost. Look like they lost. Listen to him go down the line. House, brothers, sisters, mother, father, children, property. He lists out eight distinct things. He lists out eight distinct things. Okay? Brothers, excuse me, house, brothers, sisters, uh, mother, father, children, excuse me, seven, property. Seven things he lists out. Drop a seven in the comments. For my sake and for the good news, he said, anything you think that you've lost, it was really seed. And he, he lists it all out. I want you to pay attention. Let's go down the list. He says, let's go to this one more time. Because everybody, we've quote unquote lost something that fits in these categories. Listen to this. Let's go back down. Uh, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Um, house. This means where you dwell, where you live. You ready for this? Where you're comfortable. God, I can preach a whole message on this. He says, if you've given up comfort, come on here. If you've given up where you're comfortable, he said, then if you've given up brothers, this means somebody that was close to you, sister, mother, father. For some of you to actually follow God, it had to change your relationship with some of your family. Who am I talking to right here? 
To give God a yes, it changed how you had to interact with your mom and them. Who am I talking to? To give God a yes, it changed how you interacted with your sister. Changed how you interacted with your brother. There were people who were friends that were like sisters to you. People that were like brothers to you. And God says, yeah, I'm going to need that up off of you. I'm going to need that up off of you. Let me translate my, my vernacular. Need that up off of you is simply meaning that is a required seed for your next season. Okay, let's go. Here we go. It goes on. He says, children. Uh-oh. He said, for some of y'all, the relationship with your kids, listen to this, because of how they have acted, because of how they have been for a season, I had to even let that look like a loss. Who am I talking to right there? It had to look like your children were just, it was just lost. Who am I talking to? It had to just look like it was lost. Can I go deeper? Children has a deeper meaning. Something you've produced. Something you've birthed. So maybe it was your business. It was like a child. Maybe it was uh, your organization. It was like a child. Anything you've birthed. God says, sometimes there's going to be a seed required that's going to require you to seemingly lose what you birthed. I don't know who needs to hear this right now. But if this is hidden, drop a fire in the comments. If this is hit, drop a fire in the comments. For some of you, you birthed music. You're a creative person. And it seems like you had to give it up. You birthed art. You, you birthed different things. It seemed like you had to give it up. He says there's nothing that you have birthed. Watch me. That you didn't lose or give up. It was just a required seed. It was a required seed. I haven't heard somebody. It's like. You've been battling what to do with your business because part of you feels like you just need to shut it down and start over. I hear the Lord saying for you loud and clear that you're going to have a clear strategy by the 15th. You're going to know exactly what to do by the 15th of this month. If that's you, just do the hand with do the hands up emoji. If that's you guys, we got nine minutes. Share if you haven't shared yet. Prayer is on fire. Like it always is. God meets us. He says house, brothers, sisters, Mother, father, children, then he covers it all, or property. He says, anything that you've ever had, anything that you've ever had, he says, if you've had to give up any of that for my sake and for the good news, which means, y'all ready for this? God says, there's some things you've had to give up because to pursue the Lord, it required you to give that up. Can I go deeper? Say, go deeper, Bishop. For some of you, there are things that in order to keep the kingdom first, you had to give up. And some of your family doesn't understand it now. Why are you always doing that? You're always doing that for that church. You're always doing that for that church. You're always on them lives. You're always on that. Blah, blah, blah. Shut your mouth. They don't get it. They don't get it. Because he said, for my sake and for the sake of the gospel, why you always got to serve? Because I got to give this up to get that. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. But if I live like nobody else today, I get to live like nobody else tomorrow. I'm going to say it again. If I live like no one else, I get to live like no one else. Everybody stay with me over here in these comments. Let's go. Let's go. Mark chapter 10. Here we go. 
verse um, number 30. Here's Jesus' promise. He said, I assure you, you will receive now, in all caps, drop the word now. In all caps, drop the word now. Drop the word now. And let me just say this. For those of you who are keeping the kingdom first, you never have to explain. If you have to explain that to people, that means they don't see it in the first place. God has to reveal that to them. You should never have to explain why you keep the kingdom first. You know what's funny? They never asked you when you was out acting a fool, being ratchet. They never asked you why that stuff was important. Well, all of a sudden now when it comes to God, they got something to say. Okay? That tells you, that tells you the origin of the spirit behind that in the first place. It tells you the origin of the spirit. Now, he says they shall receive now in return. This, God says, here's my promise to you. Here's my promise to you. 100 times, some versions say 100 fold, as many houses, comfortable places, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property. He said, you're going to be given 100 times all of these things. Can you drop 100 in the comments? Jesus said this, not Bishop Foreman. It was in your Bible before you logged on. And we got six minutes and we got to go. His promise is I'm going to give you a hundredfold. A hundredfold. Now, what does this mean, Bishop? It means that what I repay you with will be so much greater than what you thought you lost. You won't even think that you lost it. What I do for you will be so superior you won't even remember what you thought you lost. If this is blessing you tonight, just put a praise in the comments. God, we thank you for your word to us tonight. From Mark chapter 10, this is, we will get a hundredfold in this lifetime. You said now. You said now. And we thank you for it. We call in, you ready? In this second half of 2023, we call in a hundredfold. We call in our hundredfold. We call in our hundredfold. We call in our hundredfold. Come on, Instagram. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, TikTok. We call in our hundredfold. 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 We call it in tonight. And then this second half that it would manifest for us. We put a demand on the earth. We put a demand on the heavens. We put a demand on resources. We call it in. It wasn't lost. It was seed. And now we put a demand on that seed. And we speak it by faith that it's our harvest time. The second half, a hundredfold return. And we thank you that it is so in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you'll give it to say, yes, Lord. Now, I got to add this line because I got to read you the whole verse. He says, along with persecution, pay attention. What comes with this hundredfold is that everybody ain't going to like it. You know what I'm going to pray? I'm going to pray a simple prayer. God, don't let us care about who don't like it. The end. Amen. We're not spending one moment of the second half caring about who persecutes, doesn't like it, has a problem with it, doesn't like us. Father, we pray you trouble our trouble. You'd be an enemy to our enemies that you would stir up strife for those who desire to stir up strife for us. That whatever evil men mean for us, you return it on their own hands. 
in Jesus' name. That's a simple prayer. We ain't spending no time on that. We ain't spending no time on that. Uh-uh. Make us okay. Make us not care about it. Make us not care about it. Give us a, un I have a shirt that says unbothered. Give us an unbothered mentality in this second half, in Jesus' name. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, no, Bishop, he's talking about when we get to heaven. Mm -mm, let me get you together, because that's not. He says now, in this lifetime, it goes on. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. Look at me. We're not waiting to die to get to heaven to be rewarded. We will be rewarded while we're on the earth. And this second half is our reward. This second half of 2023 is our reward. In Jesus' name. Guys, I wish I had more time because there's so much more I want to pray over this second half. We're going to do it over our pop-ups over the next few days. Text HARVEST to 55498 to get our app so you can do that. Last two things I want to do. A prayer bless you tonight. I want you to sow into it tonight. And here's the seed. I, there, there's two seeds tonight that you can do. Whichever one speaks to you, you sow. The first is going to be a $100 seed from where we just were in Mark chapter 10. Um, a hundredfold return. I'm sowing the hundred because I want my hundredfold. I pray this every day. Dr. Rob, I pray this every day. This is where I live. I live at hundredfold return. So this is why I never fight with anybody about anything God does for me because you don't know what I've sown. You don't know what I lost. You, you don't know. So I'm not going to argue with nobody. This is where I live. A hundred. Then for some of you, Job 42, 42, two seeds, 142. Father, you speak to us to see that we're to sow tonight, but we're going to sow to seal what we've prayed and what we've heard tonight. We will bless what has blessed us tonight, and we will sow into this word to seal this word. According to 1 Samuel chapter 9, Father, stir up generosity in us that we would sow to seal so we'd see it manifest in Jesus' name. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Can somebody put that over here so I can pin it? Somebody do that over here? You say, Bishop, I don't have either seed. You get the best you can sow and you sow it. You give seed to the sower. I'm just, listen guys, I'm a sower. My first book was me telling my story of how I gave my way out of building a very successful business that collapsed. And when that business collapsed, I said, God, if you show me how to get out of this, I will teach other people how to do it. My whole first book was me teaching people how to get out of it. You can go get it. It's on our website. It's on our app and all of that. I give 100% of my book sales to the church. I've never taken a dollar from a book. That's just me. I don't, I don't do that. I just, I'm a giver. I'm a sower. Uh, but I encourage you to do that. Um, it's all right there. You can, you can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Formal with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, or Givelify. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church, all right? And you can give that way. You can also use the badges over on IG to sell. 42 or 100, you say, Bishop, I have either get the best you can and sow it. Um, I'm a sower. So I never asked you to do what I'm not doing. Um, and God is always, God always makes sure that he exceeds my expectations. Secondly, 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 if you're on here tonight, you're not a Christian. Tonight's your night. Second, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. And third, if you're like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight that that's you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure that I count to three, you do that hand wave emoji, or you say it's me. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, they're already responding. One, I see you. Do that hand wave emoji, or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. If you're like, Lord, I don't really know where things are stand with, the, with you. I need you to be sure tonight. If you're like, Bishop, I think I'm saying thinking is not going. 
I need you to, I know I'm a black, light-skinned, bald-headed, I know that. That's two. I know that. I, I need you to know that things are right with the Lord. That's, that's three. That's four. Wherever you're at, that's five. Wherever you're at, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or that's six. Or be sure, tonight is your night. Do not miss your night. Do not miss your moment. That's seven. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I pray scales will fall off our eyes, scales will fall off our ears tonight in Jesus' name. That's eight. That people would hear and respond to the calling of the Lord tonight. I see you on Facebook. That's nine. I see you over here. That's 10. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, you respond tonight. God's coming to get you on prayer. That's 11. He's coming to get you on prayer tonight. Mr. Foreman, I got a lot of issues. Great. He shed a lot of blood. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body, and that body was called Jesus. That body died so we could have life and life more abundantly. And tonight, he's coming to get you. That's 11. There's at least six more of you on here tonight. Don't be afraid to push the button. Like, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want all these people to see me. You will not be embarrassed. You, you will not be embarrassed. You will not be embarrassed. You will not be ashamed. You are in a safe place. You are in a safe place. You're in a safe place. Wherever you're at, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, or be sure. There are six more of you. Where are you at? That's that's one. All right. There's 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 five more of you. There's five more of you. There's another. There's four more of you. There's at least four more of you on here. There's at least four more of you on here. That's 13. There's four more of you on here. Where are you at? We're going to wait for you because you're in a safe place. But I'm still struggling with some stuff. Great. Who's not? Who's not? You don't get your life right to come to God. You come to God and God walks you through the process of transforming your life. That's like saying there's another. There's three more. There's another. There's two more. There's two more. That's 15 that have come to the Lord. There's at least two more. There's at least two more. Come on. If you're already saved, I need you praying. I need you praying. I don't need you to hop off the live. I need you praying that these two more, there's two more. There are two more. And God is calling for you tonight. Don't be afraid to hit that button. Don't be afraid to say it's me. There's another. There's at least one more. And there's another. That's 17. Now, Father, take us into overflow. Father, take us into overflow. Take us into overflow. That's 17. That means 1,600 people so far this year have given their lives to you or recommitted themselves to the Lord. Now, Father, exceed, exceed tonight, exceed tonight, exceed tonight, exceed tonight, wherever you are. I hear the Lord say, there's one of you, you're, you're a man, and literally you have been disenchanted because church people have done you real dirty. There's another, that's 18. Some church people have done you real dirty. I hear the Lord saying to you tonight, don't judge him based on some bad representatives he had. He is not what those people said to you. He is not what those people did to you. Who are you, sir? Respond. Respond right now. Respond right now. You even, you're skeptical, but you've been on here the whole time. There's another. That's 19. You're skeptical. You're skeptical, but you've been on here the whole time tonight because there was something different about this. There was something different about this. God got you. Where are you at? Where are you at? There's, where are you at? There's at least one of you. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Is that you? Where are you at? Is that you? Let's go. I had to be sure. I got you. Let's go. 
I see you. Let's go. That's 20. Everybody pray this with me. So God be the glory. You guys, you can keep responding, but we got to go. It's 805. Everybody pray this. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Wow, been here the whole time. Come on, God. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace. 21, come on, God, to get back up again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that simple prayer with me, I don't care if you and Jesus used to go to school together and you fell off. Tonight, things have reconnected with you and the Lord. Here's what you need to do. Text that word harvest to 55498. Bishop Woman, why in the world do you want me to text that? Because I want to get a message into your hands called what next? Now that you've given your life to the Lord, what are you going to do next? Let me walk you through the process of what to do next. Congratulations to the 21 of you that on prayer, this was prayer, came to the Lord tonight. Um, we love you. I love you. Bishop, my phone, how do you love me? You don't even know me. They call me the people's bishop for a reason. Nobody outloves the people that God has given them because I'm committed to the, the people that I lead to pour into and sow into and give the word of the Lord to. All right. Text the word harvest to 55498 and enter the option for salvation. Let us know that you did that. Don't forget, uh, we'll be popping up tomorrow. How do you do that? That same text number, text harvest to 55498. Get our app. You'll get an alert when I pop up tomorrow. We'll have to finish covering your second half in prayer. We'll have to do that all this week. And then don't forget Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. And then on Sunday, where are we going to be? In Atlanta in person and online. All right? In Atlanta in person online. My Demo family, you'll watch online on Sunday. Um, we'll be in Atlanta and online um, for a pop-up service we're doing in Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta, if you're in the ATL, we'd love for you to be a part of that. I love you guys. Pray that you have an amazing night. If you didn't sow, get your seat in the ground. Two seats tonight, 42 or 100. I'm sowing 100. Because I want that hundredfold return from Mark 10. Say, Bishop, I don't have to eat it. Get something. So something. I promise you that when you get seed in the ground, you set yourself up for harvest. You could never receive from a seed you didn't sow. I'm coming to Houston. That's the second time I've seen Houston. Somebody say something about Houston tonight. I'm coming. We coming. All right? Get your seed in the ground. All right? Love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Love you, TikTok. Somebody says, are the lives saved? Yes, you can come right back and watch the live and then even share this bad boy too, right? Love you. Love you guys. Bye, y'all. Shalom. Make sure you share when we hop off of here. All right, share. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. 